Despite the raging Omicron variant of COVID-19, many economists expect the U.S. labor market to strengthen during the months ahead. While it is true that forecasters are trimming their estimates of overall economic growth due in part to rising coronavirus cases, demand for workers remains elevated. A survey of business executives conducted by the Federal Reserve Bank of Dallas in December found that the most commonly cited factor restraining the growth of corporate revenues is a lack of workers due to ongoing difficulty hiring. To be more precise, 46% of survey respondents indicated that staffing shortages represented a key restraint on sales. That was up from 21% in July of 2020 during earlier stages of the economic recovery. Significant absenteeism and high numbers of workers quitting are also impacting the revenues and profits of firms. One of the keys to improved economic performance in 2022 will be the pace of entry of people into the workforce. Early during the pandemic, many workers left the labor force altogether with a myriad of factors at work, including children learning remotely, baby boomers deciding to retire early, fear of infection, and or a reevaluation of what constitutes elevated quality of life. For WIPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. The latest data indicate that the so-called Great Resignation continues. According to the U.S. Labor Department, workers quit their jobs at a record rate in November. Meanwhile, the number of available unfilled jobs remains near record levels. To be more precise, in November, 4.5 million Americans quit their jobs. The quits rate was 3%, returning to the record rate observed in September. In other words, 3% of America's workforce quit their jobs in a single month. As indicated by writer Brian Mina, a separate analysis of private sector job openings by job search site Indeed found that there were 12 million job openings in the U.S. at the end of 2021. With unemployment in America already relatively low, it will be extremely challenging for many employers to staff up fully. There are myriad implications attached to that, including the expectation that wages will continue to rise rapidly in 2022 as employers compete for talent, with many employers offering signing bonuses and consistently ratcheting wages higher, the quits rate is likely to remain elevated as workers search for opportunities offering superior compensation and or greater flexibility. For WYPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. Global supply chain disruptions dominated economic discussions last year. We will hear more about such disruptions in 2022 as the Omicron variant continues its spread, resulting in additional economic lockdowns and diminished worker availability in certain industry segments and geographies. Among the implications of these disruptions have been shortages of goods, shipment delays, and higher prices. These dynamics have a growing number of American chief executives thinking about bringing more of their supply chain back to the United States. As indicated by writer Nelson Schwartz, General Motors disclosed in December that it was considering spending as much as $4 billion to expand electric vehicle and battery production in Michigan. Toyota, which sold more vehicles in America last year than GM, announced plans for a $1.3 billion battery plant in North Carolina that will employ nearly 1,800 people. For decades, many American executives have tended to place much of their production in Asia, in large measure to access less expensive workforces. After all, to be a profit maximizer, one must be a cost minimizer. But with shipping costs rising so rapidly during the pandemic, more American multinationals are set to place greater shares of their respective supply chains in America. For WYPR 
and my Prus Lux Picknall, I'm Aniban Basu. In 2021, Toyota Motor unseated General Motors as the best-selling automaker in America. As indicated by writer Neil Boudet, that renders Toyota the first manufacturer based outside of the U.S. to achieve that feat during the industry's nearly 120-year history. General Motors, along with its arch-rival Ford Motor, produced and sold fewer cars than they had hoped to last year because they were both hit hard by computer chip shortages. In an accident of history, Toyota was not hit as hard. Toyota had access to more chips because it set aside larger stockpiles of parts in response to a 2011 earthquake and tsunami in Japan that knocked out production of several key components. Accordingly, while General Motors' U.S. sales slumped 13% in 2021, Toyota sales expanded more than 10%. The shortage of computer chips is traceable to the onset of the pandemic. During the pandemic's earliest stages, many auto plants around the world closed to prevent the spread of coronavirus. Meanwhile, as Americans and others around the world spent more time at home, sales of computers and other consumer electronics surged. When automakers resumed production, they found that fewer chips were available to them. It is largely for that reason that new vehicles are in such short supply. For WYPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. America added a record 6.4 million jobs in 2021. What's more, by the end of last year, the nation's official rate of unemployment dipped to 3.9%. As indicated by writer Reed Pickert, that represented a decline of 2.8 percentage points over the course of 2021, the best annual improvement on record. Earlier last year, economists had collectively anticipated that unemployment would end 2021 at 5.5%. While there is much discontent regarding inflation and the lingering pandemic, the labor market has performed far better than virtually anyone expected. At the core of the bounce back in employment last year was the widespread availability of vaccines. A $1.9 trillion stimulus package passed in March working in conjunction with prior stimuli helped to drive activity as well, including in the form of elevated consumer spending throughout the year. That in turn translated into significant hiring in pandemic-battered industries like restaurants and hotels. It also drove employment gains in segments like transportation and warehousing. Viewed from a certain perspective, demand for workers has been too strong. Employers continue to struggle to find enough workers, but that is inducing higher wages, which should help support ongoing consumer spending growth. For WIPR and my Bruce Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu.